Did you miss Canty and Carlin? All right, well, maybe we don't need to limit ourselves to the big, the bold, and the bald. I like to well, think we're for everybody. Yeah, we are for everybody, but we like to highlight the big, the bold, the bald, and the bearded. You know, years ago, one of the jobs I had, because of course it was, was to be on television. Because if you look at me, the first thing you think is, how is that guy not on TV? And I worked at SNY, which is the Mets Regional Sports Network in New York, and I hosted the Mets pre- and post-game shows and did a show called Loudmouths for several years. I was there for eight and a half years. And one of the reasons why is the Mets owner at the time, Fred Wilpon, who owned the network, Mm -hmm. saw me on the air there one day as a guest and heard me kind of make a joke or whatever, and he said, that's the kind of guy I want on my network. I want the everyman on my network. Okay, so there you go. So I don't want... You're the people's champ, Carlin. Embrace it. So anybody who's ever a hater... This is all you need to know. I paid my mortgage for eight years by being on television. And it was my choice to get out. So pucker up, buttercup. There you go. Exactly. I am the everyman. I like to think so. There you go. Especially with my bacon problem earlier today. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. The the Cowboys and the Bucks this week, it is very interesting, not necessarily the the on-the-field stuff, but how it affects both teams here Moving forward, first up, Jerry Jones earlier today on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas was asked if he, in fact, will make a decision on Mike McCarthy's future based on whether he wins or loses this game. No. Just, uh, I don't even want to. Uh, no. Uh, that's it. I, I don't need to go into all the pluses or minuses, but uh, uh, we're not seeing any. We're not uh, basing. I've got... Uh, a lot more to evaluate Mike McCarthy on than this playoff game. Chris, if Mike McCarthy loses this playoff game, he's getting fired. He should be. <laughs> he should be, Carlin, because he wasn't hired to just get to the playoffs. No. He was hired to win championships. Jason that was Garrett the expectation. Could do that. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing Jason Garrett got to the divisional round twice with Dak Prescott, once in 2016 when they had the first round bye, and then in 2018 where Dak got his first playoff win against the Seahawks at home. I mean, if Mike McCarthy gets bounced in back to back years, after winning double-digit games in back-to-back seasons? I mean, Carlin, at that point, it's not a talent issue on your roster. No. It's your coach being able to help your team improve within the margins so you can be on the right side of those outcomes once we get to the tournament. That's why you hired him. A big selling point by Jerry Jones when he made the McCarthy hire was the fact that he had a Super Bowl ring. Now, you can go back and forth on whether that's because of him or whether that's because of having Aaron Rodgers – But the point withstanding, he was bought here to compete for championships. It's hard to compete for championships when you can't get out of the wild card round. And once again, remember that that Packers team that won the Super Bowl had an excellent defense as well. Yes. That was a big part of it. But Mike McCarthy needs to not be the Cowboys coach if they lose in the postseason. Uh, Marcus Spears said earlier that, you know, why is he on the hot seat again? All the guy did was lose his quarterback for four games and end up winning 12. I get that. That's great. The Dallas Cowboys for far too long have been about how many regular season games they win as opposed to how many playoff games they win. Yeah. And I don't care how the playoff losses have come, as the one last year against San Francisco did as the incredible Aaron Rodgers throw on the sideline back in 2016 when the Cowboys were 13-3, and three, whether it's a drop Patrick Creighton pass back in 2007. Damn, why do you have to bring that up? Well, listen, at least it was the Giants who went on to beat them that day, yeah. and you played for them later on. Here's the point. 
no matter how those heartbreaking losses are coming, they're coming. And the Cowboys have what? Two playoff wins in 20-some years? Three yeah. playoff wins in 20-some years? Yeah. And none of them have been getting to the NFC Championship game. Yeah, and that's a part of the problem. Now, as far as Marcus's excuse about having to deal with the absence of Dak Prescott due to injury, well, what what the hell did Kyle Shanahan do in San Francisco? Yeah. It's a great I mean, point. Kyle Shanahan is on his, what, third-string quarterback? A, a rookie point. who was the last pick in the NFL draft? Who had the better record in the regular season, Carlin? The San Francisco 49ers. They got mm-hmm. 13 wins in their second seed in the NFC. Yep. So miss me with the excuse about missing your quarterback for a quarter of the season because we've seen teams survive that. Carlin, as a matter of fact, half the league has had to deal with their starter being injured at some point this year. Well, That's bro- the reality of today's NFL. Good coaching is overcoming those things. Great coaching is getting your team to the Super Bowl. And by the way, without him, they went 3-1. and one. So it's not like they suffered or anything. Yeah. You want to talk about that. They lost say, to the Philadelphia Eagles, Carlin. Yeah, yeah. Listen, you want to talk about why that happened and why he's in this position. It has nothing to do with what's happened during the regular season. It has everything to do with what's happened during the postseason. And then there's the other team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You have Todd Bowles, who's on a five-year contract as the head coach <sighs> of that team. And then you have the quarterback, who I am convinced, uh, I don't think he's hanging it up. I think he's going to give it one more shot that may be somewhere else. Maybe that's across the state in Miami. We'll Mm -hmm. get to that in a few minutes. But I don't think Brady is going to go out off of this. I think there's probably a chance he goes somewhere else. And what does that mean for Todd Bowles and his future uh, in Tampa? Because I think we could both agree He hasn't done a whole lot to distinguish himself this year from the guy that coached the Jets a few years back. No, and the game management errors by Ty Bowles have been egregious, Carlin. I can go back to the Cleveland Browns game at the end of that situation in the fourth quarter. I can go to the Cincinnati Bengals game with the fake punk gaffe with Gio Bernard. Game management is not a strong suit with Todd Bowles. And we don't know what kind of neither one of them. And we don't know what kind of coach Todd Bowles is going to be in the postseason. At least we can say we've seen Mike McCarthy in the postseason. We don't have any idea what kind of head coach Todd Bowles is going to be in the postseason. So I'm not sure that this team is going to be capable of overcoming that. Now, the difference, the equalizer is Tom Brady. But but Carlin, I think this is a crossroads for both franchises, and this is a consequential game in terms of both of them being able to capitalize on the window that they have in front of them. Now, with Tampa Bay's, it feels like it's a lot shorter because you're limited to just this postseason with the expectation that Brady's going to leave in the offseason. With the Dallas Cowboys, Carlin, I don't know how far their window extends past this season. Let me ask you something. If you're a player in that locker room, what's it like when you're going into a postseason or you're in a particular period of the year where you're just not sure what is going to happen. Because I kind of feel like, with the Cowboys, that feels like what the situation might be. Because, yeah, they've won some games here, but they haven't exactly taken down world beaters by big numbers, and they've lost a couple that they shouldn't have either. Yeah, I mean, Jerry Jones is paying a lot of money for a team to compete for a championship. That's all you need to know. The owner is impatient. He ain't buying green bananas. So it's a situation where, as a player, you recognize – If you don't get close to the ultimate goal, and when I say close, I mean the final four, Mm. then there are going to be significant changes. That could be you. 
That could be your position coach. That could be a coordinator. That could be the head coach. But one thing is for certain, if they don't get out of the wild card round, it will not be status quo in Dallas. I, I, I played for Jerry Jones. I understand him to be relatively patient when it comes to certain decisions, but I understand the urgency that this franchise has operated with over the last two to three seasons. There's a reason why he ponied up and gave Dak Prescott $40 million. He didn't want to do it, but he did it because he felt like he was close. There's a reason why he paid Ezekiel Elliott $15 million. He didn't want to do it, but he felt like he was close. Right now, Carlin, I don't know that this team, from a talent standpoint, is going to be able to get any closer in the foreseeable future knowing what you have to deal with with player contracts in the offseason. I think we can agree on the Tampa side that Bowles is likely not going anywhere. I don't think he's getting cut loose after the year if they lose this game. I don't see that. No, he's not getting cut loose, but it's ultimately going to cost you Tom Brady. Yeah, and he could end up somewhere else and. Where is that? ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $700 on average. Call or click today and find out if they could save you hundreds on your car insurance. We go across the state to Miami with Tua and the Dolphins. We had Jeff Darlington on earlier who is plugged in uh, on the Dolphins as anybody is out there. ESPN NFL reporter. And we asked Jeff about the situation with Tua this week. And he said, look, they haven't ruled him out yet, so we just don't know. And he might be further along in protocol because he's at the point where he can go out there and and sweat. And that might sound silly, but that's actually a a big part of the concussion protocol, that you can go out there and exert energy and still be in a better position. But that aside, what does it also mean in the long-term health when it comes to Tua Tungavailoa? I can't foresee a situation where the Dolphins merely, you know, release Tua at this point. I think he's on the hook for like $9 million next year, uh, especially if that was the reason. So to me, I could see the Dolphins pursuing a more stable veteran and go that route with Tua also on the roster. Uh, And maybe someone who ultimately would unseat him, say like a Derek Carr type of player. Hmm. Could it be a Tom Brady Kind of player. Mm -hmm. If you're Brady, look at the Miami Dolphins. I got a chance. I got a real chance. Well, I mean, weren't they flirting a couple of years ago? Which is why they got docked a first round pick because Stephen Ross (laughs) had Tom Brady on the yacht. Exactly. He was like, "Listen, why don't you why don't you come down here?" Exactly. Yeah. I I mean, listen, uh, you wouldn't have to go far. You're going from Tampa to Miami, warmer weather. I mean, listen, there are going to be. No shortage of landing spots for Tom Brady, but I think Miami does make some sense because that's a franchise that's at a crossroads. They, they don't have a first-round pick, Carlin, to speak of because they, they spent a first on Bradley Chubb in that acquisition midseason, and they had to forfeit a first-round pick because of the tampering charges. So they don't have that ammunition to go after a quarterback, but this is a team that feels like they're in win-now mode yet they can't trust that their quarterback in Tua can stay healthy for all 17 games and be a force multiplier once we get to the postseason. I know a guy that can. That's Tom Brady, Mm -hmm. the guy that finished second in passing yards in the NFL at age 45. Tom Brady still got some gas in the tank. It feels like that's a match made in heaven of sorts because of the style of play with Tom Brady, the short timing-based passing game with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell, and, uh, and those guys in Sherfield. So I, I just – it makes sense. It's not one of those things that we can just dismiss, but 
I think it's telling that Jeff Darlington feels comfortable putting that out there because that's the state of affairs in terms of the Dolphins' overall comfort level moving forward with Tua. Well, think about that. Is it just what Jeff was talking about with a veteran-type guy like Derek Carr, who may be a one- or two-year type thing, or Brady, again, one or two years, and you try to go make something happen right now, or do they go bigger? When you look at what's happening with Baltimore and Lamar Jackson, I'm getting further and further away from Lamar staying with the Ravens long term. Mm. And when I say that, I just mean, Chris, from the relationship as it has played out, from Lamar not getting the guaranteed contract that he wanted to now being at this juncture and while John Harbaugh is saying all the right things, is Lamar right now basically saying, unless I'm 100%, I am not going out there to try to win a game uh, because it does not serve me to do that. Does that start to show you where the relationship has eroded a bit? Yeah, it does. I mean, most franchises don't allow a quarterback to go into a true contract season, Carlin. They give him the financial security because they recognize how important the quarterback is to the team's success. And in instances like Lamar is facing right now, you would like him to have the peace of mind and knowing that he's not jeopardizing his financial future by going out there and being somewhat physically compromised dealing with the PCL injury in his knee. So this is a disaster, a nightmare scenario of the Ravens' own making. Now, does that open the door for Lamar to leave? It absolutely does. And and so I I think everything is on the table as far as Lamar is concerned in terms of his approach going into this offseason. And, Carlin, there have been people that have been around the situation that have said that Lamar would like to go home, Hmm. that Lamar would like to play in South Florida. Now, we'll see what that ends up being. I, I don't know if that'll come to fruition, but with each passing day, with the questions and the pressure of the situation continuing to mount, I, I, I mean, it, it, it does feel like we're headed down this road of an inevitable split between the Ravens and Lamar Jackson, and this all could have been avoided had the Ravens given Lamar Jackson a market value deal, including the type of guarantees that Deshaun Watson, a quarterback in the division, received, a quarterback that doesn't have an MVP, and a quarterback that doesn't have the quarterback that does have more baggage off the field than Lamar does. So I, I, think- I just think this is gonna be a very difficult situation for the Ravens to be able to reconcile. And right now I'm having a hard time seeing that happen. There was nobody was more unhappy about that contract that Deshaun Watson got than Steve Bashotti. Yep. Because he knew. And frankly, Chris, if Deshaun Watson had not gotten traded to the Browns and gotten a fully guaranteed contract, Lamar Jackson might be on the field this Sunday. I mean, think about that for a second. He might be on the field this Sunday because it would mean that he probably already has a long-term deal locked up. Yeah, I mean, listen, the guarantees change the game. A fully guaranteed contract, especially with the play style that Lamar Jackson has. They've built an offense around his skill set, which is what you're supposed to do. But a big part of that is Lamar being the focal point of the running game, which means he's going to take more hits than your typical quarterback. So, I mean, as a player, you want the guarantees and you want the organization to – respect 
what you're bringing to the table and what you mean to the franchise. And I can see a world where Lamar feels disrespected because they haven't worked out this contract yet. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, we are presented by Progressive Insurance, also on Sirius XM Channel 80. I am, uh, I, I tell you, I am really interested to see how this Tua thing plays out the rest of the week. Because let's talk about his part for a moment. Chris, let's say he does not play this week. I don't think he should. Either way, I don't believe he should. And we've been through that. But what does that mean for him here long term? We know they're not going to give him a contract. If you're the Dolphins and you are not going to go in the direction of a veteran quarterback, are you just simply going to pick up the fifth-year option on Tua at that point? No, I'm not picking up that option. I mean, because that's guaranteed. Either way. That's guaranteed for skill or injury. I mean, think about what the Jacksonville Jaguars had to deal with with Blake Bortles and picking up that option. That, that was, was an a absolute mess. disaster for yep. them. So you can't pick up and the option. And that was the guy that threw 40 touchdowns yeah, in the second yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't pick up the option for Tua because of the concerns with the concussions, man. You don't know if the guy's going to be available. Carlin, we don't know if he's going to be able to play in a playoff game, and it's the first time his team has made the postseason since he was drafted. That's a concern. He hasn't completed a full season, and he'll be going into year four. How in the world can you guarantee his option? You can't. Now here's the thing: the New York Giants didn't. The New York Giants didn't guarantee Daniel Jones' fifth year option. Now I get it. Daniel Jones hasn't shown nearly as well as Tua did in his third year. But again, some of the concerns were the same. He couldn't stay healthy. Carlin, I don't see how the Miami Dolphins can do it. I think you play out the string, and if he plays well and he's healthy in 2023. Then you have the franchise Chris. tag as a negotiating tool. Yeah, but you gotta have but. somebody. You gotta have somebody that's there. If Tua can't be healthy, Carlin, because this team is in win now mode. It is, and Chris, that's I. I if you're not picking up that option, Tua's not going to be in the position that Daniel Jones is in right now. If they don't pick up Tua's option, I don't think he'll be a Dolphin in a couple of years. I don't think he'll be a Dolphin, and I wonder where he'll be in the league at that point. Because it, it says to me that you are not betting on him staying healthy, which is fair, and I would not bet on him in the following year to be able to stay healthy. I'm, it's harsh, but it's a truth. And it's a truth that the Dolphins have not been afraid to deal with so far. And I, I think they, I think with Tua, they say one thing, and they're thinking a whole other thing right now. Yeah. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, oh, it's a segment that you always love and I thoroughly enjoy. What is it? It's a little thing called Good Bet, Bad Bet. Hello. And you know what? We have got some very, very interesting postseason odds to lay your way to bring you some cash on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not 
not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Well, it's no mystery. We like to make you money. Yes, sir. It's one of our favorite things to do. And we've got our play of the day coming up. We have to get on the beam with that a little bit. But we've gotten kind of hosed here and there. We got a little hosed last night by... um, well, simply by TCU not showing up. Mm-hmm. But, Chris, that aside, one thing we really like to do is play a little good bet, bad bet, and we do that in 30 seconds. ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $700 on average. Call or click today to find out if they can save you hundreds on your car insurance. We've got the odds. What are the odds? Now it's your turn to decide. May the odds be ever in your favor. Is that a good bet or a bad bet? Well, to host today's good bet, bad bet is Eric Hanneman, who is the associate producer of this program, sometimes producer, when Stosh Senke isn't here. Stosh, should I pronounce your last name right? Is it Senke or Sienke? Hmm. I'm not sure. It's a great question. One of yeah. life's... Mysteries. Well, Eric Hanneman is here. <laughs> Eric, did I pronounce Hanneman correctly? Hanneman is correct, and, and Stosh said Sienke. 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 Okay. Well, neither that here nor there, and I wow. respectfully. No, I mean that respectfully. I don't mean it like to blow off. <laughs> that came out the wrong way, so to speak, all right? You know what? Let's play a little good bet, bad bet. Eric, please mercifully take over. All right, fellas. The playoffs is going to begin this weekend starting on Saturday. And right now, the Chiefs are the favorite to win the Super Bowl. They're plus 340 on William Hill uh, in Caesar Sportsbook. Uh, good bet or bad bet? Chiefs plus 340 to win the Super Bowl. I'm going to say bad bet, man, because they've got to go through the Buffalo Bills and or the Cincinnati Bengals. It's just too many teams at the top in that AFC to feel good about placing that kind of bet on the Kansas City Chiefs. I get it. The conference championship has been the Pat Mahomes, Andy Reid Invitational because they've hosted it the last four years. But if the Buffalo Bills just so happen to make it to that stage in the postseason, that's going to be a neutral side game. I I don't know, man. I I just, I, in good conscience, can't push that kind of coin and say it's a good bet to take the Chiefs at plus 340. I think plus 340 is a little bit light. Yeah. I, I need a little more value in yeah. that, considering what they have to do, yeah. considering Buffalo has already beaten them in Kansas City this year, although yeah. I know it's not in the postseason. But Cincinnati has beaten them in the postseason there before. That number's around plus 500. Then we can talk. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that's what we call a bad bet. Next. All right, going over to the NFC, the Eagles have the number one seed and the bye, but the Niners are currently favored to win the NFC at plus 170. So 49ers plus 170 to win the NFC, good bet or bad bet? Again, I need more value. Yeah, it's a bad bet, man. I I mean, they've got a rookie quarterback. We've never seen a rookie quarterback take a team to the Super Bowl. And this is a guy that was Mr. Irrelevant 
and rookie, forget about rookie quarterbacks, quarterbacks in their first foray in the postseason struggle, Carl. And if you're not Joe Burrow, then you struggle when you go out to the first postseason game. All you got to do is look at Jalen Hurts last year down in Tampa and how ugly that ball game was. I'm not going to say Brock Purdy is immune to it just because he has a really good supporting cast and a great head coach. I do think the Niners can go on a deep playoff run, but get to the Super Bowl, I think that's a tall-ass four-team with a rookie under center. Listen, I think they can get to the Super Bowl because of the defense, but not at plus 170. No, that's my again, point. give me a bigger number. I mean, I, I, here's, here's my image in my head as I think about that. Brock Purdy... In the NFC Championship game in Philadelphia. On the road, yep. Is he going to turn the football over a couple of times? Probably. Yeah. So, I can't say that's a good bet at plus 170. No, no. No, I will not do that, Eric Hanneman. Next! One of the more polarizing teams so far this season, the Minnesota Vikings, fellas. They're going to be hosting the Giants. They're 8-1 at home. Now, uh, Kirk Cousins, right, not very great in prime time. They split the difference. It's 430 and they're going to be laying three points against Uh-oh. the Giants. So Vikings giving three to the Giants. Good bet or bad bet? Vikings giving three to the Giants? Yeah. That's a bad bet. Kirk Cousins, even though he's not great in primetime, he's not great at 430 in the playoffs either, man. Tell him, can't I he? mean, Kirk Cousins has played in three playoff games. He started in three playoff games. He's only won one of them. That one was a 105 kickoff. The other ones <laughs> where he got demolished, you know, against the Green Bay Packers and against the, the San Francisco 49ers. There were 430 kickoffs. It's a bad bet for the Minnesota Vikings to be laying the three. Wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised if the Giants pulled off the upset in this spot. You know, they should just move the – if they're going to keep Kirk Cousins, the Vikings should just move to London so they could play at 930 every week. Exactly. I mean, honestly. Exactly. No, I, I don't think the Vikings in any circumstance here are a good bet. Not that I'm saying the Giants are. I have no idea what's going to happen in this game. Yeah. I'm not counting on the Vikings because I just don't feel great. About Kirk Cousins. Or about generally about the way they've played over the second half of the season. Yeah. Is there anything for me to feel good about there? No. I mean, Even though they've done what they've done? No. I mean, point differential is a good indicator of whether or not a team is any good. The Vikings have a negative point differential. And they've won how many games? Exactly. They've won 13 games. But... And a negative point differential? Yes, but the New York Giants also have a negative point differential. Right, but, like, that tells me everything about the Vikings, that every game that they have won has been exceptionally close. And a playoff game is probably going to be close. Here's the thing. Like you said, I don't necessarily have a bunch of confidence in the Giants in this spot either. This is a stay away, can, and so that's why I, I can't call it. I offer a vote of no confidence yeah, to everybody? No, exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This is why no vote. This is one of those no votes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pass. I abstain. Yeah, exactly. It's almost Next. like we're voting a Speaker of the House. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe this one's a little better for you fellas. Monday Night Football. This one was easier, by the way. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Monday Night Football, ESPN, ABC, and ESPN+. Plus. Uh, Cowboys are hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they're giving two and a half to Tampa Bay. So, good bet or bad bet? Cowboys Ca- giving two and a half to the T- Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Cap- Cowboys are at Tampa Bay. Cowboys Excuse are me, yes. Cowboys are at Tampa Bay. Yeah. In Tampa against Tom Brady. No, nah, that's not a good bet, man. That's not a good bet. Are you crazy? Did you see that game against the Commanders? No, nah, I get it. They'll be better. And you heard what Jerry Jones said. I'm not going to repeat what he said because it was just one of those moments that we don't need to repeat. But it, it, I, there's no way you can have any confidence in the way that the Cowboys have played over the last month. And going into the playoffs, you want to be playing your best football. Yeah. I. Bad bet. It's it really a bad struck bet. me. Who said this the other day? It really struck me as true. 
that you could see the Cowboys going to the NFC Championship game or you could see them losing this week. Yeah. I mean, either way, again, where am I supposed to have faith in their ability to go on the road and beat a team that, frankly, has kind of owned them the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, the, the Bucks have beat them each of the last two seasons. So, yeah. And here's the thing, Carlin. What we're saying is, by being a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road, that on a neutral field, the Cowboys are five-and-a-half points better than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't trust the Dallas Cowboys that much. Bad bet. Bad bet. Bad bet. Next. All right, maybe this one will be better for you in terms of the longer odds. With the national championship finishing up yesterday, Georgia's won back-to-back, and they're currently favored to win another one next season as the highest chance to win it, or the lowest the, the lowest the odds, I should say. Yes. The best chance. The best chance. Thank you. Yep. Georgia, plus 375 to win next year's national championship. Good bet or bad bet? Uh, yeah, I'll go good bet. I mean, they're in a position where they are reloading every year, and and – for every five-star that moves on to the NFL, there's two more five-stars waiting. Uh, I'm not going to – right now, the way things have gone for Georgia, I am not betting against Georgia. I will say, even though I'd love for the odds to be a little bit better than that, uh, at plus 375, I would I would take Georgia right now. Yeah, but when's the last time we've seen a team three-peat? I know. As the national champion. I know. I, I just I, – I have a hard time saying that's a good bet. I, I get it. David Pollock talked about it. Georgia had 66 four- or five-star recruits in comparison to TCU 17. I get that they can reload, but a part of the transition from all of that talent is the learning curve. And the other thing that Kirby Smart's going to have to guard against is the entitlement factor because there are going to be some players that all they know is winning national titles. Yeah. That just doesn't happen. There's a grind that goes along with it. And after you've been patted on the back for two years straight and told how good you are, I just feel like complacency can set in, and that's enough to open the door for Nick Saban in the Alabama Crimson Tide. By the way, <laughs> David Pollock on set, on the air, with Nick that. Saban sitting next that. to him, says that. Kirby Smart has taken over college football. Hey, guess what? Nick Saban is going to replay that every single day from here, <laughs> from here forth for his team. I would say that if Pollock had not gone to Georgia, he had gone somewhere else and said it, that's some real stones. He went to Georgia. He's going to say that. Yeah. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app presented by Progressive Insurance. My friends, what do we like to do above all else on this show? Make people money. We will do that next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
loved. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? About that time. Oh, yeah. Like it is every evening at this time on Canty and Carlin or afternoon or wherever you're listening. On ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. It's your time for the play of the night. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money. The smell of wealth. Canty and Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. A ah, little parlay, little parlay, little parlay, because somebody's back tonight. Hello. And that somebody is Skeff Curry. He is back for the Golden State Warriors tonight. Meanwhile, the Phoenix Suns this evening are without Booker, Aiton, and Chris Paul. Booker, Aiton, Chris Paul all out. Game at the Chase Center, what does that mean? Golden State minus 12, over under 231. 231 feels heavy. That does. So let's let's go under first. Okay. And we'll tie it in with a couple of others. Uh, points tonight, Steph at 23 and a half. No. Clay at 21 and a half. I like that. Clay, Clay like Thompson's that. been on a tear. I mean, he had yeah. that 54-point outburst a couple of games ago, Carlin. Mm-hmm. But over the last five games, Clay Thompson is averaging 33 points a game. Okay. So we'll take Clay over 21 and yeah. a half. And then we'll tie in... How about rebounds? Kevon Looney, nine and a half. Clay, three and a half. Draymond, seven and a half. I feel like Draymond at seven and a half boards is a good bet, right? Yeah, it's plus 102 in there. Okay, so what do we have when we put all, all of right, that together? So we go under 231, Clay Thompson over 21 and a half, Draymond Green over seven and a half, three leg parlay, Caesar Sportsbook, plus 530. Ooh. I like it. Yeah, you little That's juice. a nice price right there. Plus spicy meat five thirty. <laughs> Sometimes it's the worst. Worst. Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out. All right. First of all, Steph is back tonight. Missed the last eleven games. Golden State actually went six and five without him, mm-hmm. which was a little bit surprising, but. Uh, they are going to determine what his minute load is. They haven't they haven't decided it yet, or at least they haven't announced it as of yet. Okay, but it's a good sign that he's back for yes. Golden State and for the league. It's more fun when Steph Curry's out there shooting three balls. Yeah, it? I totally agree. Yeah, and listen, just more than I, I wish those other three guys were playing tonight. I'd be a little more into making sure I stay up late to watch it. Yeah, if that was the case. Uh, secondly, Carlos Correa and the Twins come together on a six-year, $200 million agreement pending a physical. (laughs) Pending a physical. There's also another four-year option on the back end of it uh, that could be vested. This whole situation, first with the Giants, then with the Mets, with this falling apart, with the long-term health of his right ankle uh, being a concern. Uh, The Twins, you know what? Good for the Twins. Yeah. Six years, $200 million for the Twins is doable. It's and it's better to have Carlos Correa with the Twins for baseball than it, than it is to have him with the Mets, who are building a super team. Yeah, but I don't have a problem with super teams because they're interested. I root for the Yankees, Carlos. So yes, no, I know. You, you know I don't have team. a problem with super teams. <laughs> I'm all about getting the players so you can get the chip. But 
It's a very strange situation with Carlos Correa because in the landscape of baseball, we know that they're going to dole out these contracts in order to get these free agents. And on the back end of those deals, they aren't going to be very good. Like the contracts with Mookie Betts or Francisco Lindor or Bryce Harper. Uh, I mean, Aaron Judge more recently. Like we know at the end of those deals, it isn't going to look good. And so if this was a guy that you identified as the missing piece, if you're the Mets, you know, over the next three to five years when your window is wide open, why wouldn't you pony up and pay him? But, Chris, to me, that's the problem. I think the Mets probably thought three to four to five years, based on what their doctors were saying, was probably where that could be a problem as opposed to 12 and 13. I understand that, Carl, and I get it. But can you put a price on a championship? Apparently, the richest owner in the sport can. And then finally, Canty, on an episode of The Price is Right that aired yesterday morning, Former NBA player Jared Jeffries won a brand new car while playing the one-away game on the show, which is the wrong price for a car. Uh, The wrong price for the car is shown, and you have to get it right by moving the right number into place. I love the fact that Jared Jeffries was on The Price is Right. When we were talking about game shows a couple of weeks ago. I know you love The Price is Right. I I do. Listen. Is that still Drew Carey? Drew Carey, Bob Barker's a legend. Yeah, I mean Bob Barker. It's Bob yeah, Barker. It's Bob Barker's but right show. Now, but right now, is it? It's it's. Yeah, Drew Carey does a nice Drew job. Yeah, he does exactly. a really nice job. And yeah. yes, and and but I would say, I put the prices right slightly ahead of Jeopardy. Ooh, I don't know if I can take it that far, man. Nah, I will. I, I mean, listen, the wife and I, we can't we can't miss episode of Jeopardy. I understand. That, I watch that's, it too. That's DVR'd. We're locked in every single night. I, I listen. I get it. I used to too. I used to plan lunch, lunches around the prices, yeah. right? Though my Jared, friend, Jared Jeffries, eleven years in the league. You don't need that car. Go ahead and donate that car to somebody, man. Well, get out of Jared Jeffries' pocket. Uh, you don't need the car. Stop it. Get you didn't have to charity. go through the rigors of the showcase showdown. I'm just saying. <laughs> the car away, man. Listen, the price is right. Is as good as as ever, and I'll say this: the best cameo in the history of comedies has to be Bob Barker and Happy Kilmore. Bar oh, that was outstanding. <laughs>